our Western Theater, produced and transcribed in Hollywood. Drifting along, singing a song under a western moon. From Hollywood comes your all-star Western Theater, starring America's great Western singers, Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage, bringing you the music, the stories, and the spirit of the great open spaces. And now, here are the riders of the Purple Sage. I want to ride my pony over the prairie out on the open range. Hurting the cattle that they are weary out on the open range. I want to see the sunset over the mountains leaving the moonful plain. I want to hit the saddle, herd and lay the cattle out on the open range. I want to hear the wind blow over my campfire running the smoke away. Blanket, there by the campfire, waiting the break of day. I want to see that dawn break there in the morning, making me feel so strange. I'll get my thumb together, then we'll hit the ladder out on the open range. Thank you, friends. We've got a real warm hearted feeling for our next number. When our dads were courting the gals, well, they called it sparking in those days. This song was quite the rage. The fellas formed trios, quartets, sextets, anything at all to sing it with all of their might. And just a few days ago, we recorded this same song for Majestic ourselves. And it's quite the rage again. I wonder who's kissing her now. I wonder who's 
The old-time cowpuncher was a pretty independent critter. He had little use for a man who couldn't handle a horse, rope a steer, use a branding iron, or throw a six-gun. His was a tough, hard life. But all he asked was fair treatment from the foreman and good, plain food from the chug wagon. Western men today are pretty much the same when it comes to food. Most men today prefer good, plain food. And that's one reason why good Weber's bread is favored by so many Western housewives. As toast for breakfast, combined with sandwich filling or with complete meals, housewives know that good Weber's bread is sure to please. Always well-mixed and well-baked, with a golden brown crust, firm, even texture, and distinctive flavor, good Weber's bread forms a substantial part of the daily menu of thousands of Western families. Next time you visit your grocers, buy Weber's bread. That good bread in the familiar blue gingham wrapper. It's not true that all Western songs are work songs sung by cowboys to soothe their cattle. No, sir. Here's one some poor fellow sang to let the whole world know just exactly how it is to be away from home. Listen to Texas Plains. I want to drink my java from an old tin can while the moon goes riding high. I want to hear the call of the whippoorwill. I want to hear that coyote cry. I want to feel my saddle work between my legs, riding him out on the rain. Just to kick him in the side, make him show his step inside, out on the Texas Plains. Night in my dreams, somehow it seems I'm back where I belong. Just a country hick way back in the sticks, back where I was born. The city life and the city ways are driving me insane. I want to be alone, I want to be back home. Out on the Texas plain, I want to drink my java from an open can while the moon goes riding high. I want to hear the call of the whippoorwill. I want to hear that child cry. I want to feel my saddle work between my legs, riding him out on the rain. Just to kick him in the side, make him show his step and cry. Out on the Texas plain. Here now is a song that best represents the West to more people than any other. The Riders of the Purple Sage and Tumbling Tumbleweed. See them tumbling down, bending their love to the ground. Oh, the tree I'll be found, drifting along with a tumbling tumbleweed. Behind. No way to go but up high, just where the trail will wind, dancing along with a tumbling tumbleweed. I know when night is gone, that a new world's born at dawn. Tumbling, tumbling. I know when night is gone 
story, Lee Hop Celebration. Downstream on the Santa Claus River, prospectors still stand for gold. But upstream, near the town of Broken Arrow, all has changed from the old days. No longer is Broken Arrow disturbed by the revelry of miners. But perhaps that's all to the good, for the country around Broken Arrow has been taken over by prosperous ranchers. Those three vagabonds, the riders of the Purple Sage, started for the town, but by the time they entered its legal limits, they'd seen so many sleek cattle grazing on historic hills, they were filled with a sense of peace and contentment. All was right for the world. Let's tie up over there at that hitching post. This is what they call civilization, huh, boy? Almost. Well, it sure must be. They even got a bubbly fountain on the corner for folks to get a drink off of. You can't get a drink off a bubbly fountain now. You get it out of it. Off of. You don't dip nothing. Your head dips. What are you doing here, Lee? I heard you'd quit the circle queue and disappeared. Oh, I come back now. Family need me. You, uh, you like to smile, Mr. Forrest? Look, see. Oh, your smile? Why, it's the same good-natured grin you've always had. Oh, no. You make a look. Something different. Well? All a new tooth. Everyone brand new. Well, what do you know, boys? Lee's got new teeth. How about that? Old ones, you make a wiggly wiggly. Lee Hop go to doctor. Doctor say, Lee Hop, we pull him out, making some more special. Good for him. That's why I quit job for a while. Do not want family to see me with no teeth. So quit. Have old ones pulled out, then hide until new ones put in. Everybody say, got a very nice smile now. Yes. <laughs> to grin like a Cheshire cat, ain't it, Johnny? <laughs> sure is. Yeah, yeah, much obliged. The family like them, too, and the family know. I cook for them 22 years. Mr. Bob not even born when Lee Hop comes. Now he big man. Missy Jane walk on hands and knees like a small puppy. Now she lady. Oh, very pretty. Oh, yes. When Missy Jane walk down the street, wolf boys go... Uh, you know, we haven't seen Jane for two years, I guess. About that, anyway. Missy Jane going to be married tomorrow. Married? What? Tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Big celebration. Everybody come. You better come, too. Make a lot of fun. Hey, I think we'll ride out right now and see her. Yeah, let's go. We go together. But you wait. It's first while Lee Hop buy things for celebration. Maybe so you go. When you see Missy Jane, too, huh? <laughs> You ought to bet it down with us while you were getting your teeth fixed, Lee. Oh, no. Go down the river, pan for gold for five days. But robber come almost every night, taking somebody's gold. Never catch him. 
Me hop not want to be mixed up in thing like that. So I go live in a cave on Diamond Tea Ranch. Oh, yeah. Tim Greeley's place. I don't think we've ever met him. Oh, bad man. Really bad man. You, you open the door, please. Too many bundle in arms. Sure. Mrs. James, you come. Big supplies. For the company. All flame. Oh, boy, Al, Johnny. Oh, gentlemen, Where's your Surprise, I didn't think I'd ever see you again. Lee Hop, tell them about wedding, Mr. James. I say tomorrow you're going to marry Mr. Pete. Mr. Lee, you know better than that. Boys, I, I'm not marrying Peter Marsh, and Lee knows it. I'm marrying Tim Greeley. All the same, tomorrow come, you marry Mr. That'll do, Lee. You may go now. Uh-huh. Tomorrow come, Mrs. James, she apologizes. Uh-huh. You say, Lee Hop, only time you like. You can see that Lee is still his old stubborn self. He just won't accept the fact that I'm marrying someone else, not Peter Mark. Well, it's kind of a surprise to us, too. We'd have better assure you and Pete would get hit, James. Did you two get into a wrangle or something? Uh, boy, I'd ask you boys to stay for the wedding, but it's to be a quiet affair, just the family. Jane, you're not doing anything foolish, are you? No, I'm being sensible. More sensible, maybe, than I should be. Well, I guess everybody knows how to run his own life. Love isn't everything. Love isn't even important sometimes. I'm a bitter, Jenny. Yeah. I think girls should look at marriage as something to bring them as many advantages as possible. Anything you want to tell us, Jenny? No, I... Well, if you want the truth, I'm marrying Tim for business reasons. Bob, he's my younger brother, in case you've forgotten. Bob got into a scrape. He did some things he shouldn't have. And Tim has promised to use his influence in seeing that nothing's ever done about them. If I marry. Jane, Bob isn't the kind of a boy who would ask for sister. Bob doesn't even know. He's in the East working. But that's not the point. Dad is old and sick. Bob means everything in the world to him. And if he knew that Bob would... Excuse me, boys, I don't want to talk about it. Well, how do you like that? No need to feel sorry. Everybody cries sometimes. Lee, where were you? Yeah, Lee, hop, listen. Do no worry. Tomorrow, Mr. Pete stand beside Missy Jane. He say, I do. Missy Jane say, I do. Then everybody celebrate. Lee, Jane says she's marrying Tim Greeley. Oh, I you. <laughs> Big mistake. Yeah. Oh, no, but... no. Lee Hop, he fixed that. Yesterday, I go to all ranch people and to town people. I tell them, everybody come our house tomorrow. Missy Jane gonna marry Mr. Pete. You did what? Then go see Mr. Pete. Say, Mr. Pete. You go get a license. Miss Jane, she changed her mind, want you. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Mrs. Jane, see, everybody come tomorrow. See, Mr. Pete with a license. She has to marry him. Or everybody be awful disappointed, huh? <laughs> Lee Hop, smart one, huh? <laughs> Al, Johnny, we'd better ride around and tell the folks there's been a big mistake. Oh, we no, sure no, have no, have no, you better come out to cookhouse for talk. The time for talk is about over, Lee. Oh, yes. I explained something, but not here. Missy Jane, listen, maybe. And Lee Hop want tomorrow to be big supply. You better go cookhouse right now. Well, your heart's in the right place, Lee. It's just that your brain ain't. Now, listen, John. Uh-huh. I don't suppose you realize how much a thing like this could hurt, Jane. But we'll fix it up, Lee. We'll tell everybody there's been a mistake. Oh, oh, Mr. Foy, Lee Hop, very glad to see you boys today. Sure, sure. Don't you worry. Very glad, because it's hard to spare time now. Got lots of work to do for celebration. 
There isn't going to be any celebration, Lee. Oh, he hasn't listened to a darn word we said for. Everybody come tomorrow, have a whole steel barbecue, lots of ice cream, big cake. Eat, 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 eat. Lee, now listen here. Jane said this was to be a quiet wedding, just the family. Mr. Ford, you want to help uh, Lee Hop do some work? He's starting all over again. Maybe you boys like to go see Mr. Tim, huh? What would we see Tim for? We don't even know him. Mr. Tim got gold mine on Diamond T Ranch. Other people find gold no place except Satisfy River. But Mr. Tim get it from mine. Maybe so. Ask him if he sells some gold. Why? Ah, Lee Hop likes him, maybe. Why? Well, when Dr. Pulled tooth out, Lee Hop hide in a cave. Mr. Tim's gold mine. All the time hide, nobody come in, nobody go out. Lee Hop look all around, do not see any gold. Maybe Mr. Tim big bluff. Maybe so not gold mine at all. Maybe so something else. Lee, I don't know what's going on in that old head of yours. You, you, you go, please. Look it. Lee Hop got a new teeth, cost a hundred dollars. Make a really fine smile. But what good is a teeth now? You can't smile if Jane marries Tim? Is that it? Uh-huh. All right. We'll try to buy some gold from him. But if anybody but you asked us to do such a thing, I'd think we're loco. Howdy. We're looking for Tim Greeley. He's here. Got any idea when he'll be back? A friend of us told us we might be able to do a little business with him. What kind of business? Mind if I come in? Sure. Come in. Thanks. Johnny? Al? Okay. We're coming. I'm Tim's foreman, Sam Tuttle. I do most of his business for him. Well, I don't know whether you'd handle this or not. Uh, we heard about the gold mine. Yeah, the gold mine's no secret. Yeah, I know. But we'd like to buy a little dust. Right. You know the government regulations about gold sales, I suppose. We might be willing to go a little higher than the government rate. Want to get across the border. No, Tim said to make no deals that weren't legal. How much higher did he go? Double? That's pretty steep. I'm not risking my neck for nothing. Okay. How about four pokes? Sure. Just a second. I sure don't like this guy. From what I've heard of Tim, I thought he was a pretty square-shooting guy. He might be, but his part's right. Here you are. Four pokes, two ounces to a poke. Sure appreciate this. Sam, are you... Hey, what do you mean? Hey, Tim, okay, now don't get excited. What are you fellas doing here? You're Tim Greeley? They want to buy some gold, Tim. I thought it'd be all right this evening. Sam, this is Paul Willing and his boys. Get out of here, you guys, and get out fast. We don't sell gold except according to law. Your partner does. And we don't fall for traps. I don't know why you want to get something on me, but we don't fall for traps. Let's go, Johnny. Al. Well, they pretended they had to get across the border. Get your horses. I slipped one poke of dust in my pocket. We'll take it back and see what's on Lee Hop's mind. Oh, gold very pretty, but not like kind. What do you mean, Lee? Think somebody has to make another call on Mr. Kim. Lee Hoppy, very busy. Fix steel, bake a cake, clank a freezer for ice cream. Maybe you make another call on Mr. Tim, huh? What are we calling on him for this time? Tell him big celebration our house tomorrow. But he better not come. Spore fun if he come. And if he wants to know why he isn't invited? Ha-ha! Uh-huh. You look at this gold and tell him why. See piece of a gold? Yeah. Got a smooth edge. All piece got edge very smooth. Gold come out of mine. Have sharp edge. Very sharp edge. Dig them out with pick. Make them sharp. 
What about it? This gold got a smooth edge. Come from river. From a river? Yeah. Sasquatch River. Oh, I'm getting it now, Lee. You tried to pan gold down there. Yeah, somebody robbed poor prospect. Almost every night, poor prospect will work hard, somebody robbed. That's too bad. Al, Johnny, yeah. come on. We're high pinning it over to the Diamond T. Let's, Let's go. go. You got a gun. Maybe no trouble. You better take it down. Watch yourselves when we get inside. We will. Sure. Tim Greeley's got a good reputation around here. Accusing him of robbing prospectors is a serious business. What? Hey, Tim! Hold on, don't go pushing past me. Blue, partner. Yeah, we're coming in, too. Yeah, what's going on up? Willing, I told you to take your boys and get out of here. A reach for it. All three of you. Now, let's not get excited. I accidentally ran off with a poke of your gold, Keep Greeley. Keep your hands up, Willing. Don't move not an inch. Well, we're just returning your gold, really, that's all. All right, I'll take it off you. Keep your hands up. Watch them, Tim. It's okay. Yeah, I got the gold. Let him put the hands down now. Thanks, Greeley. Not that it's any of my business after the way we've been treated, but I reckon somebody's imposed on you. This gold didn't come from any mine. It came from a river. Tim, it was. Probably from a wharf on the Sasquatch. The prospectors have been robbed. And they found out. Get him, Al, Johnny. They've been <laughs> All right. All right, there's what's trouble. Now you got it. Open that door, Sam. Yeah, I got it. All right, outside the three of you. No funny business. What are we going to do with them, Tim? Take them out to the mine. One of the passes. Hold on, hold Hands up in the sky, hey, what hey. Yeah. Me and Lee Hawk, I got a two shooting on, one in each hand. You be good now. Nice work, Lee. Oh, you fellow be nice. Lee Hawk is very busy today. No time fool around. Mr. Boy, Lee Hawk thinks maybe you need help. So wait outside and... Hold him and take the all right, boys, we got them. They're going down to see the sheriff. Oh, terrible, terrible, Boy, Johnny spilled some more barbecue sauce on another girl's dress. Johnny, you got to be careful. Come on, let's get these trays filled up again. Oh, everybody eating but us. Have to have some more food, I guess, Lee. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. How about going out and taking a look at the celebration? Jane hasn't had a chance to thank you yet, and Pete gets tears in his eyes every time your name's mentioned. Uh-huh. They thank a Lee Hawk some other time. Only place I like to go now is find Mr. Tim. Well, he's in jail, both Tim and his partner. Oh, they say I like to see him. Give him one a good punch on the nose. <laughs> I'll help you, Lee. Me oh. too. Very bad man. Last night, I put in my new hundred-dollar teeth in the pocket, so no break when I make Mr. Tim reach for sky. In a fight, teeth fall out of pocket. Mr. Tim put Bigfoot right on him. Snot bang, two piece. Oh, that's too bad, Lee. Oh, too bad. Long time I count on seeing Missy Jane Malley. Twenty-two years. I buy $100 teeth, so I have a nice smile. And then, oh, well, tomorrow forget all about that. Come on, what do you want on the tray this time? More barbecue, let me go. credit for helping civilize the Old West belongs to the pioneer women. Undaunted and unafraid, they set out with their men in prairie schooners, in buckboards, or in many instances, astride a horse or a mule. And wherever their menfolk went, the women were there beside them. Their job was to provide a home, and this they did in the face of tremendous hardship, and they took tremendous pride in their homes. 
Western women today are pretty much the same. They're proud of their homes and particularly proud of the food they serve. That's why so many modern homemakers insist upon serving good Weber's bread. They know that Weber's bread, with its golden brown crust, firm, even texture, and distinctive flavor, is really good bread. And they also know that it's one of the most nutritious foods they can serve. It's a sure hit with every member of the family, too. So buy some tomorrow. It's that good bread in the blue gingham wrapper. Each week, as you know, Foy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage make a point of doing a Western song which you folks have said is one that's near your heart and which you believe will continue to be sung for as long as there's a West. This week, you've chosen Blue Prairie. Weary day and lonely night Seems to say that nothing's right Everything is feeling blue here in my very soul, I feel it too. Far in the distant hills, I hear a call. Then a silent hush, but no reply. Prairie, won't you tell me too? Why have they spread this? Gloomy blanket of blue over you. Mighty glad you were with us. And we invite you to share our songs and stories of the West again next week. This is Foy Willing speaking for Al Sloy, Johnny Paul, and all of the writers of the Purple Sage, saying so long and good luck to all of you. Drifting along, singing a song under a western moon. From Hollywood, you've heard your own. Star Western Theater, a B.M. Bear production starring America's great Western singers, Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage. 
The script was by Ray Wilson, direction by Tom Hargis. This is Terry O'Sullivan speaking. heard your all-star Western theater, produced and transcribed in Hollywood, and presented to you at this time from Columbia Square. K.S.